Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Alpha Monorails podcast. Yours truly, Jordan here, joined as usual by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. How's it going, guys? Going well, sir. How about yourself? Uh, doing about, doing okay. Yeah, it's going pretty well. It's, uh, it's kind of a boring week until this random hurricane decided to show up. <laughs> yeah. Where did Nicole come from? Like all of a sudden, like, oh, we're going to get like a nor'easter tropical storm here. And then all of a sudden it's a hurricane. Never fails. Crazy. Florida going to Florida. Yeah, Florida going to Florida. Yeah. So we're all batting down the hatches and getting ready for it. Uh, This is uh, recording this on a Wednesday. At the time you're hearing it, it's Friday. So the storm will have mostly passed by the time this episode's released. But uh, we are, I mean, we're feeling the rain bands from it right now already. So yeah. the wind's been here since yesterday. So yeah, Florida is a uh, little, little crazy right now. Yeah. It's windy yep. here. So if you hear the occasional gust through my microphone, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. But it hasn't dampened our spirits because no, absolutely. tomorrow, myself, Ryan, my son, his family, we're all going down to Disney. Look at and, you guys. Uh, hurricane yeah, or not. Yeah. Hur- hurricane or not. We there. And uh, <laughs> and then tomorrow night, myself and uh, my son Jacob, we're going to the uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, night number two. So uh, got wait. a lot to look forward to. Got a lot of coverage. I can't wait to share with you guys from there. So uh, just stay tuned to our socials. We'll get into that later, but can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I'm I'm interested to see. Hopefully, you guys can kind of capture a little bit of what is what transpires as the park is reopening. Um, I know you know. With with the hurricane coming through, Disney's announced some some closures. They closed a lot of things early today, Wednesday, uh, the ninth, and and they will be phased reopening uh, parks, uh, hotel properties, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning tomorrow, Thursday, the tenth, um, starting around noon or so. So, I'll be interested to see you know. If, uh, and get your guys take uh, seeing it firsthand tomorrow as you arrive in that area, just, you know, what that looks like, what it feels like. If there's any, you know, hopefully there's no damage, but if there's, you know, hopefully we can document and see how that process is um, as you check in to your hotels, uh, see how they handle that. Um, So, I mean, and that's, that goes for the entire Orlando area mm-hmm. right that yep. all yep. these parks and resort areas are going to be dealing with this in some similar manner but yeah i'm just i'm really interested to see see how that is all done and then also just to see how how the party goes see how the yeah. merry christmas party is handled compared to my experience at the at the halloween at the halloween event and so yeah i'm excited for you guys I know uh, it's been a little while uh, uh, for you since you last were down there, um, especially uh, Ryan. It'll be good to have you back down and the family down. Uh, so it's long overdue. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way. We had a little bit of time away, and man, it just you can never replicate that feeling of just being back, you know, rolling underneath those welcome to Disney World gates you know nothing replaces that feeling man and yeah so i'm just happy for you guys um to all go down and enjoy another another great weekend hopefully uh for you and enjoy with family and of course uh share with all of our listeners and followers so yeah uh, yeah the good news is is that the storm is trending more southward 
uh, and it's going to hit like kind of overnight to early in the morning uh, mm-hmm. around the Orlando area. So by the time we're ready to leave here, we're going to be driving into better weather as we go southward. Yeah. And a so, cold front. Yeah, just we're oh. just going to be dealing with some yeah. winds and probably the occasional rainstorm or two. Gotta love that cold front. I might wear my yeah, it's going to feel like Christmas, jersey. hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. Uh, you know, we were we were waiting for it to see. Uh, maybe yeah. you could get some of that little, you know, wintertime um feeling for your Christmas party event and hey, I think we, we can we might just check it off the list now. Yeah. Pretty much um, guaranteed. Yeah. Do you uh you want to take a second to remind the listeners of what you will be wearing for the event, Justin? Yes. Uh I will be sporting one of our uh freshly released off the monorails, ugly sweater offerings uh, that you can find it on our website, off the monorails.com in our shop section. Uh, I'll be rocking a long sleeve T version of it, but we do have sweat uh, sweatshirt options available as well. And uh, my son will be sporting the snope season long sleeve t-shirt for youth. Uh, nice. So, and we're probably going to have to wear our hoodies at some point. So <laughs> we have uh, our hoodie, you know, that we've had for yeah. uh, the first piece of merchandise we actually had. And uh, and we got one of the uh, youth hoodies uh, for Jacob as well. So he'll sport that while we're going down there as well. And all of this is available at offthemonorails.com in our shop section. So if you feel inclined and see what you like on there, please feel free. Grab you a piece of merch. It supports the show directly, and you get a nice piece of uh, clothing to wear and sport around and wear it down to Disney or to the shopping, you know, wherever you need to do. Yeah. So, uh, and it's very, very comfortable, very high quality material. And uh, we are very pleased with them. We wouldn't be offering something we didn't like. So, uh, if we're sporting it and we support it, I think you'll enjoy it yourself. So, uh, Definitely uh, stay tuned to the socials. We're going to be doing some uh, some live clips here and there. Going to be throwing up some shorts and reels all over the place. So all of the socials, make sure you follow us off the monorails. Justin, maybe you should have grabbed the sweatshirt option instead of the long sleeve tee for the event. <laughs> Looking back, well, it was we didn't know how it was going to be. So we didn't know. We didn't. Yeah. Know. So that that's a default kind of thing. But Florida going to Florida. Florida yeah. Yeah, yep. so uh, it'd be one of them things. But, hey, we still got another month or so before uh, Christmas kicks in, so maybe we can rock a sweater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Stash so, it in there when we break it out for one week out of the year. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and we'll actually be adding some additional uh, designs to the holiday collection, uh, again, which can be found off the monorails.com. Click the shop button, click the holiday section at the top, and that'll direct you direct all the way to our holiday options uh, including those and um i think we've got a we've got a ugly sweater for the youth on the way as well very Ayo. Soon, so. love that um, along with some like i said some other uh, new designs altogether so love to hear that stay stay tuned for for all of that before we get into today's episode topic uh let's hit you with some more current events uh, other than this crazy hurricane nicole Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I think this is a pretty big topic. Um, no pun intended whatsoever, but Dino Land USA is all but extinct. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they're just taking bits and pieces of it continuously until it's pretty much going to be no more. So, 
I'm I'm wondering when we're going to get an announcement of something. Yep. I'm sure it's going to be Zootopia integrated or some sort of IP. I'm for it, but I think if you're tearing pieces of a theme park out, you should already have an announcement in place like, you know, this is why this eyesore is here. At least it gives somebody a positive sentiment of, you know, seeing things being taken away. But who am I? Right. Yeah. yeah. They're probably waiting for a safe spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can't I think they've shot themselves in the foot in time or two with yeah, all with the this. annual pass holder thing going on too is probably just well, terrible timing. Well, just look at the play pavilion that they, they promised had that too. four years yeah. ago, you know, which doesn't look like it's happening anymore. And just all the other things. Yep. Yeah. So it's just, I think they're just going to play it safe this t- time around and just wait and put us in a waiting mode, which is nothing new. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, um, of like, like what Justin said, the, um, the Mickey's very merry Christmas party has kicked off this week. And last night, Tuesday was the first night of it. Um, Justin sent me a YouTube link to a live video of, of people streaming uh, the parade, and it looks pretty cool. I watched yeah. a few minutes of it, but I was uh, I was getting ready to head to bed, so I, I just watched a few minutes of it. But man, I got to get down there for one of those eventually because uh, <laughs> it looks like a good time. Yeah. Well, not only that, but Main Same Street's man. all done up. The trees there, the lights are hung, the wreaths are hung all down Main Street, like. Just mm-hmm. it's such a great time to visit the parks, uh, particularly uh, Magic Kingdom, and uh, it looked great last night in that live stream. I I also watched just a few minutes of it, but man, it just it puts you right in the spirit and makes you want to be there. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow night myself. Oh yeah, yeah, and and we I can't wait to hear all about it. That that'll be next week's episode. Will be our recap and review of. Uh, the event and so if you want to get some more details we're always going to we're like we said we're going to capture uh, video and photos of the event and share that uh, as quickly as we can but if you want to hear an in-depth uh, recap of the event and then in a in a thorough just firsthand personal experience review an honest review yeah. Uh, from Justin's perspective, uh, then uh, be sure to listen to next week's episode as well, and you can hear that. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a lot to unpack. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun episode. Yeah. And by the way, boys, I am planning on trying to bring enough cookies home for us to all try. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I do have one more bit of news, but it's more of like a, a personal finding than a current event. And uh, okay. I had already talked to you guys about it with our um, our resort booking, and we found some flaws within. Uh, the system. So Ooh. it's no surprise that uh, resort openings are hard to come by right now. Uh, they're they're pretty much mm. with all the holiday discounts and the, the parks being packed. Uh, we could barely even get a, a, a park reservation for this week. Uh, we had to make a couple of, um, I guess, uh, sacrifices and compromises just to, you know, be able to park hop mm. at the end of the day to where we really wanted to go. But mm. we had booked off property for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then we found out about the hurricane, and uh, there was kind of some whisperings about school getting out early. So we went ahead and booked or tried to book uh, an on-property resort because we found a couple of, like, single nights for Friday night mm-hmm. okay, and, and Thursday night. So we were going to add to what we already had for the off-property stuff and just give ourselves a four-day weekend down there. Right. And Brianna, my wife, she was uh, calling Disney because I was at work that day. It was on Sunday. And she was calling Disney because she would find an opening and then go to book it, and it was gone. And it happened like two or three different times, and there was only literally like two resorts that had openings. 
and then because it started out as Port Orleans Riverside, and then it went to All Star Music, and then All Star Sports. So she ended mm. up just calling Disney because she tried three different times to book three different resorts, and they wouldn't go through. Well, wow. come to find out from what she told me, because she reported all this to me while I was at work, and she is a saint for that because this is great content, that <laughs> what the mobile website on her phone showed and then what the computer website on my PC showed and also what the computer for the cast member that she was talking to over the phone, all three of them showed different availabilities for resorts and park reservations. Huh. That's insane. <laughs> so none of them matched. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And the only That's room wild. that was available at All Stars was at Music, and it was a family suite, which we were planning on booking because there's six of us, because my mom's going yeah. with us, my family of five. And that ended up not being available, but we got two rooms at All Star Sports with a discount mm, okay. and a magical extras package. Oh, yeah. What's the magical extras package? Yes, the magical extras package, uh, it gives you access to a couple different things. So it kind of gives you like a choice and it gives you access to either uh, a round of miniature golf at the um, Summer Wonderland, okay. which is over by Blizzard Beach, or mm-hmm. the Fantasia Golf Course at Swan and Dolphin. You can choose either okay. or. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a day of access to the ESPN Wild World of Sports area. Oh, okay. Um, so that was one portion of it. And then each person in our party gets that ticket. And then each person in our party gets a keepsake uh, hard luggage tag. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's and a nice those will be bonus. provided in our room. They will have them ready for us either at guest services or in our room. And then it also comes with the uh, the little big book of coupons for dining, and I think there's like a coupon for bowling at Splitsville for bowling and hey. dinner, all That's all awesome. kinds of stuff. So once I um, yeah. once we get down there, and I'll kind of you know go through the coupon book whenever we unpack our visits next week, I'll kind of go through what all that entails. But that's all I know right now because I've never heard of it up until yeah. now right yeah yeah um, i've heard of the people getting the passes for the miniature golf uh included in their in their stays before uh but i hadn't heard of the other other pieces pieces of that so yeah i'd be interested to see that uh if you can uh just snap some uh some details of that share it yeah. on the socials as well we'll uh we'll get it out there for the masses so if you're interested and is that uh available by calling disney and booking Ryan? Um, no, it, I don't. And that's the thing. I'm curious as to how it even got added because, like, all she did was book the resort and got her confirmation email, and then she was looking through mm-hmm. our plans on the My Disney Experience app, and it shows it up there. And she got an email oh, that was kind okay. of describing to her what I just broke down, just kind of like the huh. main talking points of it. So it's something new that I've okay. never seen, or I don't know what prompts it. So, but. Okay. The big thing here is that the the reservation system was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of iffy. We've talked about this a little bit before, right? And back all the way back in episode fourteen, we discussed different things and nuances around the the booking system, the reservation system for mm-hmm. the hotels and dining reservations and things like that. Yep. And just kind of mobile versus the app versus yep. the desktop website. And we found different nuances there. And so this, I mean, it doesn't shock me that these things happen, right? After we found those um, little things. So, but yeah, it is, again, another example of keep trying and Mm -hmm. try different ways because at the end of the day, right? Like 
you weren't going to be able to book anything and be there, and now you right. can. Yeah. So it yeah, just, if all else fails, talk like, to a cast member. Exactly. So, fellas, um, we are going to continue one of my favorite series that we've started. I agree uh, on this show, and as you can all tell by the title of this episode, we are going to continue our resort series, our resort talk, and this is where we cover all the Walt Disney World resorts, uh, starting with the value resorts, which we've covered in full now. If you want to go back and listen to those, uh, they are in the episode library. Go check them out wherever you're listening to podcasts or on offthemonorails.com. And today we are going to kick off the moderate resorts uh, category for Walt Disney World. And what better way to start than with the first ever moderate resort for Walt Disney World, and that is Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, uh, which is in the Epcot Resort area. You, we know it and love it, yep. near and dear to our hearts, uh, having there having stayed there several times between uh, the three of us yep. uh, in multiple ways, multiple room types. Um, and just to give everyone a little bit of a background of how we like to attack these episodes, uh, we like to cover the resorts where we've stayed primarily first. Uh, so uh, you're going to hear our personal opinions and experiences staying at these resorts and uh, some of the takeaways that we've learned from staying there, some of the good and the bad. Um, we'll dive into a little bit of the history of the resort, let you know about just kind of how it grew up. Um, the rooms, what you can expect from the room types, not all are cre created equal, uh, the layout of the resort itself, and then some of the amenities. Uh, we'll talk about the food options. Uh, you know we're going to talk about the pools. You know we're going to talk about some pool bars. Uh, we're going to mm -hmm. talk about any other amenities like any uh, boat rentals or uh, extracurricular activities or transportation options. We'll discuss all of that. Uh, so here we go. Caribbean Beach Resort. Uh, who wants to take it away? Justin? Sure. Uh, really unique, and to, this is specifically to me and Jordan. Uh, it should be a little closer to our hearts because this uh, resort was opened in 1988, the same year we were born. Man, so, why you got to tell everybody our age? I know, man, showing our age. <laughs> that resort's old as October shit. 1st. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. October 1st, 1988 is. Thanks, uh, Ryan. I felt that. <laughs> opening day. And, uh, you know, it's it doesn't show its age, honestly. Uh, I think this resort has really kept up with the times uh, really nicely and has adjusted throughout the years and yeah. has maintained the Caribbean theme as, as well as any uh, theme that Disney has done uh, to date. And with us all having experiences there, like we all can mm -hmm. say that it really does feel like a Caribbean like yeah. something you would experience in the Caribbean. It, it really yeah. does have that vibe. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All of us have been to the Caribbean one time or another and even together. And mm -hmm. this, this is a perfect, um, perfect example of a little Caribbean village. Right. And that's kind of, and that's how they describe these areas, right. The layout of the right. resort itself. It's a big resort. It's, it's massive as far as the, the size, the size that it reaches. It really um, is. It's it's all just uh, two story buildings, just stacked uh, into these little into these little villages uh, around this 
45 acre lake and all of it is kind of comes together to this center point, this center town, if you will, uh, called old port Royale. Um, and each, uh, and, and then just a couple of years ago, that was, that was completed uh, renovation, I believe in 2019, um, they completed a re- renovation of that lobby area, the old and Port Royale area. Yeah, and they did such a great job. I mean, we've mentioned this, uh, we've mentioned this lobby and this area of the resort in multiple episodes. But yeah, you walk in, it's just easy, yeah, breezy. It feels, it feels like you're in the Caribbean. It really does. I mean, the giant fans and the lofted ceilings. Um, just it just pastel feels super colors, breezy yeah. colors. Yeah, all the blues and greens and the you know the the like the you know, sand colors. Yeah, just you just feel it's just it is it totally gives that vibe. So if that's what you're looking for, it it definitely gives you that. Also sprinkled throughout the resort as you kind of go to each village, um, are beaches like miniature beaches all mm-hmm. throughout the resort. Uh, they've got hammocks strung yep. along them. Beach uh, you got chairs. Beach chairs, volleyball. beach volleyball. Yeah. Uh, you've got a little marina. Uh, you've got a swimming pool in each of the villages. And then you yeah. also have the main pool at Old Port Royale. Uh, we'll get into those in just a little bit later. Uh, but um, basically right now, most of the rooms are all the same. They're, they're going to be your uh, two-queen uh, sleeper. Um, with the moderate size uh, bathroom area, mm-hmm. um, it, it got the TV table dresser situation. Uh, they do have fifth sleepers here, uh, as do most of the moderate resorts. So that is where they uh, convert and take basically that dresser space, and it's a, a pull down uh, twin sleeper bed, if you will. Uh, so it gives you a fifth uh, fifth head option there. Uh, with the two queen beds in in the rooms, and they are going to be a little bit bigger than those setups in the value resorts. I will say that um, just recently the pirate rooms they were um, redone, and the pirate theme has been taken out. Yeah, they're yep. actively they're actively removing the pirate rooms, which were in the Trinidad section, the Trinidad Village. Um, I I got to stay there once. I think Justin, you got to stay there once, right? I have not stayed in the uh, pirate room. Okay. Ryan, did you stay there? Or no? I stayed in just a standard fifth sleeper room. It wasn't okay. a pirate room. Okay. And that was just recently. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, we stayed in a fifth sleep. The first time we stayed here, we stayed in a fifth sleeper room in the Jamaica section, mm-hmm. which was right across essentially from the uh, – from the Joffreys and the Skyliner mm-hmm. area, which again, we'll, we'll talk about those yeah, more to come a little on bit, that. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it had a pretty good room. I mean, a pretty good amount of room for five people. Uh, when we stayed there, it was, it was my, both my sons were much younger, um, but, um, but it was good room and proximity to the little beach. I just walked right over there. I was able to just hunker down in a hammock for a little while and it was super relaxing. When, and then when we stayed, I took my son uh, Gibson over uh, just for a night to stay in the pirate rooms a couple of years ago, and just he and I. And it was great for just a one night stay. Uh, it was a little bit of a different type of situation as far as compared to the regular room or, you know, with the queen beds. I would say like those those pirate rooms, the beds weren't as comfy as a regular 
mattress was. Uh, but the theming was was pretty cool. Uh, it felt a little dated. I mean, they had done those pirate rooms in 2009, so they shouldn't have felt that dated. But they yeah, still they, really they still they still felt it a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, maybe it was because of the carpet in the room, but uh, but needless to say, he loved it. It was a it was a cool little addition. It was a cool experience to stay there. Um, very interested to see where they take those rooms next. Uh, but those were the two different rooms you could get. Um, were just the you know the regular queen room. You had the queen, the fifth sleeper option, and then you had the pirate rooms. But the pirate rooms are are on their way out. So uh, we'll we'll see what Disney does with those. But um, those are a little bit of the rooms. Now speaking of the rooms and the and the resort layout. Uh, now, Justin, I know you have experience with this, but depending on where you are at, what which village you are staying in, it can be a little bit of a hassle getting to all the dining options in the lobby. 100 percent. 100 percent. Like you mentioned earlier, like the layout of this land uh, is quite massive. Um, and if you're not familiar with this area, if you've ever been down to Disney and rode the Skyliner because this is on the Skyliner route and it has mm-hmm. the the main hub actually at Caribbean Beach if you didn't know that. Yeah. So across the lake, you're looking directly at Riviera. So mm-hmm. if you have ever been around here, you can see from the Skyliner just how massive Caribbean Beach is. And if you're staying on the far side, Martinique is the area over there. Uh, like what Jordan yeah. was saying about the little towns and little areas. Uh, there's five of them. Martinique is the furthest away. And let me tell you, yeah. that is a hike. I've stayed in Martinique my first time ever there uh, while they were building Riviera. And let me tell you, yeah. I felt distanced from everything. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was a hike to get to everything there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Except Which, Riviera. Well, yeah. yeah, they were they were building it right but now. They were building at it at that yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that's something interesting to bring up too. Is when this resort was originally built, um, it it looked different than what it does today. So this resort had another section called Barbados. Yep. Uh, which it does not have any longer, and that area, the Barbados Village is where the Riviera, another Disney resort, deluxe resort, uh, stands today. So if you see a map or an old map of Caribbean Beach, uh, you will see that Barbados uh, village, and which no longer exists. So, yep. Yeah, Martinique and Aruba, now present day, as far as like any kind of Skyliner access, you're better off using the Riviera station. Yeah, um, absolutely. I I stayed in Aruba back in July and it was literally mm-hmm. a three minute walk from building 24 in Aruba to the Riviera station where mm-hmm. it would have been about a 10 minute walk or more to the main hub over by Jamaica. But I will say like with, with uh moderate resorts like Port Orleans and uh, Caribbean beach, they are only two story buildings with exterior stairs. There's no elevators. It's all, you know, yep. It's all stairs outside with outside entry motel style. And I think that's what lends these properties to be so big land wise is because there's only two floors where some of these other resorts have three, four and five floors. So some of the space goes vertical where this is covering more land, but they're still, you know, Mm -hmm. they're kind of 
this is split up into four different villages and how Port Orleans is in two different sections as well. So I guess it's by design, really. Yeah. I mean, it does feel a little bit more homey or natural as well. They do a good job of making it feel like a little village. Uh, I'll say that. You know, I, I do think they could do... And this goes for all the all the resorts, but I feel like they could do like a little bit more, especially at Caribbean Beach. Like, wouldn't it be cool if like they took those that village concept and then took it a step further and actually put like little things in each village aside from just the the pools, right? Like you've already got the 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 pools in each village and you've got the You've got like the little beach areas in each village. Why not put like a little shop in each village or like a little like quick service in each village? I know that. I mean, I'm not saying it has to be something monumental, but just a little miniature pool bar or something that just sold. So kind of taking a page out of Coronado's book. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Trinidad pool area has that spyglass grill, correct? And I think that's the only one that has that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And that's the only one that does. Yeah. Um, But yeah, something to that effect, right? Like where you've got that spyglass grill, um, which we can just move right into food um, over in the Trinidad section, which is at the at the pool there uh, in Trinidad. But all the other food is at Old Port Royale. So mm-hmm. that's where I would like I I think I just like to see that kind of spread even more so so that it does it would feel more like like little villages like little markets and that's why I feel I like you, because that's the way that the Caribbean is right like when you go to these you know go to these little towns in the Caribbean it's these little stands everywhere mm-hmm. people, yeah, people really trying like to a sell straw you market everything. or something and yeah and yeah. I think like they could get away with that really really well here. Um, I just think it would fit in perfectly. It would. So, I, yeah, I don't know if I see it coming anytime soon because right. of all the cost cuts that they're doing in any, yeah. anyways. But yeah, I just not. think it would add to add to it. Uh, it add to the effect, and also I think it would just add some convenience and you know an extra amenity. Yeah, and, um, and kind of to support your idea there, you remember how when we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they had the guy in the lobby outside the um, shop yes. that was like carving yes. the wood. Bingo. What if they, you know, had somebody where they like you know, the the where we went when we went to Nassau Bahamas, you know, several times as teenagers, and they have the people sitting out there on a stool and like weaving a hat out of straw and making yep. little bags and stuff yep. like that for kids, something like that, yep. just something that simple. That'd yep. be so cool. Yeah, yep. I mean, they they do like in Old Port Royale, they do the you know they'll do some like the face painting activity and things like that. Like I've seen it as you walk outside the lobby, right? Like as you walk through the lobby and like go into that area where you would go towards the pool and banana cabana, Sebastian's bistro, you got into that little, that little, I'm going to call it market street area um, that sits outside right next to that fountain. And I'm thinking like, maybe you could, you could utilize that area more like that too, uh, which I just haven't seen. I, I, again, I think that you could just do more with things like that to make it feel even more um, of an experience of being in the Caribbean. And we'll just so. throw an asterisk on this. This is us being picky just because we've stayed there a few times between the few of us. And we, we know the potential this place has. Sure. Sure. So um, with uh, continuing down the route of food, as you know, we like to do, if you'd like to get food tracked with us, by the way, go grab the shirt off the monorails.com. 
get food. Hashtag ad. <laughs> uh, and you can go check out one of my favorite pool bars in, in all of Disney, which is Banana Cabana. Yes. Uh, it's great open air pool bar. Uh, awesome it's got vibe. that <laughs> super, super Caribbean vibe, right? Yeah. Um, they've got some really nice food options. Um, you're not getting full meals here, right? But it's good bar food and it's Caribbean focused inspired bar food. Uh, so great drinks. I, I think that everyone with the mindset of the Caribbean is going to, into a bar thinking that they're going to get good drinks, uh, yep. which this is not going to disappoint. Uh, and so, and then it's right next door to Sebastian's Bistro, which is one of the newer uh, mm-hmm. restaurants at Disney. Um, it got kind of overhauled a few years back and mm-hmm. I'll say I've, I was able to eat here once since it got overhauled and kind of redone and reimagined and it's super, super nice inside. I think this is arguably the, one of the best values, um, at Disney world, as far as dining goes, they changed the way they do the menu a little bit now, uh, post COVID mm-hmm. they changed to this, uh, kind of prefix menu where you just you say yep i'm going to pay this price and i get all this these foods right. and that's it uh whereas you used to actually get like a full menu to choose from um previously uh, but we ate when we ate here uh the one time for dinner i was blown away with the food the quality the flavor the taste the 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 size the portions um, and then just the, the amount of authenticity of the food, uh, you know, you're talking about like jerk chicken and things like that, that you really have to nail as far as what right, those flavor profiles it. should be. Yep. And then down to like this giant piece of key lime pie, uh, some mm-hmm. great, uh, Jamaican coffee. Uh, it's just some really, really staples good- of the Caribbean. Like you have yeah. to nail those. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was pork. fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, the value. Here's the current menu. Um, right now, dinner pricing is thirty two dollars per adult, nineteen dollars oh. per child. Um, and so they here's take your, annual pass holder discounts too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they I do. do believe so. I believe so. So um, you have additional discounts available to you. Here's your taste of the Caribbean menu for dinner. Uh, you get uh, buttery house baked pull apart rolls with guava butter and caramelized onion jam. W. Stop it. They're insane. And then you get a selection of their favorite recipes, uh, which includes the oven-roasted citrus chicken, slow-cooked mojo pork Mm -hmm. with mango sambal, and then kind of like a chutney, and then uh, grilled chili rub beef with mojito relish served with cilantro rice and beans, vegetable curry, and grilled seasonal veggies. That is mouth-watering sounding. Yeah. And they also have a coconut pineapple bread pudding for dessert oh god that you get you also get a salad as well <laughs> all that, that is included in 32 dollars. i have not had the coconut pineapple bread pudding i opted oh. they had it when we were there previously but they didn't have this we went when they had the individual menu that you ordered from and so i opted for the key lime pie because i'm a sucker for key lime pie so <laughs> i wonder how that weighs I mean. in against ohana's pineapple bread i mean to be determined question yeah. mark i think we should go take oh, a visit absolutely. yeah see i feel terrible because I've, I've had reservations twice for sebastian's and i had to cancel both of them yeah you need uh, to go because yeah. you're going to get this awesome awesome food 
Um, and then they've got some great, you know, they're they're bringing in some of the rum options too for their cocktails. So, so rum's uh, not gone there. No, yeah. it's not. It's not always gone there. So go check this place out. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to go back. Uh, I'm itching for the next opportunity I can. That it makes sense for for our uh, stay. Uh, it may take a, a stay at Caribbean Beach uh, to get yeah, back over. You got to while you're there. That just it puts you in the mood. It's super super delicious. Um, other the other option is the Centertown Market. Uh, it's which is inside the lobby. Uh, at Old Port Royale. Uh, and this is a smorgasbord kind of, of options here. Yeah, yeah it's your quick service. I was going to say, it, it's one of my favorite quick services I've been to. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. I would share that. Yeah, um, I know and the last open. time it's we like stayed you're there. you're not on top of yeah. people. Well, that, yeah, it, like the seating arrangements are incredible. It's it's like the size of Cosmic Rays at Magic Kingdom. It's, yeah. it's big. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the last time we went there, we, um, we sat down and ate. Like they got, you know, like the chicken tenders and the fries for the kids. And I think there's like some pizza and stuff, but I got the jerk chicken with the rice and beans and mango salsa there. Yes. And I've it was that. fantastic. And I think mom, our mom had yep. like the uh, honey glazed salmon with uh, rice and mm-hmm. steamed yeah. veggies. And that was good she too. I had a bite of the salmon. Yeah. And I think good. it was like, those are like eight or nine, $10 options. Yeah. And the plates are like, huge. Like, my thing came with two chicken breasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like it is a solid meal and it's like solid flavors. It's, I mean, it's nothing that's going to be like over the top, like wow you, but for the price that you're paying and the fact that you are at a quick service right. dining option in essentially a lobby of a hotel, it's, at a huge Disney, dub. it's insane. I, I was very impressed with the options there. So as far as dining goes, um, this you know, this resort gets a, a a high grade on my scale. Yeah, it has uh, diversity. It variety. Yeah, it does. It literally has something for everybody, uh, which I which is what I really like is that, and then right. it offers you some authenticity along with the menu, right? That you're not just getting typical things right. on the menu. So, I um, I love it. Let's go into uh, something we could definitely talk about, which we got to enjoy together our last uh, time over at this resort, which is some of the recreation options. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the main pool, uh, the Fuentes del Moro feature pool, is literally right beside Old Port Royale, uh, Centertown Market, right in the main thick of it. And uh, it's no slouch of a pool. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's decent size. Uh, decent depth has a water slide. Uh, can be heated. Can yeah, be it's heated, got a kids water but it feels too. awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we it's enjoyed a lot of good. Uh, yeah, has cannons. I forgot about that. Uh, we had a great time with poolside entertainment when we were there. Like they they oh, were yeah. on point that day, and uh, the sun was beating us down, but the water was so cold it felt great. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of the best feeling pools. I and the ever, theme, and, the yeah. theming of it, yeah. with the, just the, oh, so good. Yeah, they've got the uh, the the water, I'm going to call it the water playground too, right next to it. It's got the pirate ship inspired right. yeah, wreckage, uh, which is really cool for the for the kids as well. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a really awesome pool. They have, not only do they have the big, the main larger water slide, uh, which is like in a tunnel, but they also have some kid slides as well mm-hmm. uh, going into the main pool, which is something you don't see at many of the other resorts. Kid depth as well. Yeah, yeah, 
So that's it's cool. That's really cool. Um, they've got the we mentioned the beaches. Um, how about uh, Caribbean K? This is pretty unique. And the yep. way that the resort's laid out as you go through Old Port Royal, you've got this little, you know, these uh, like these a boardwalk interconnected um, bridges. And so it's a series of bridges that you go over and they kind of hop to these little islands that sit in between, you know, sit along, you know, right in the middle of the lake that separates all the villages around the resort. And so they've got this area called Caribbean K, which is a full acre uh, playground that sits right in the middle again, of Barefoot Bay, which is the lake there. And uh, so it's got a full playground there for the kids, um, and they can uh, play there. I know my kids loved it there. This also is home to one of my favorite little spots. Oh, um, yes. It's like a little it's like a little hideaway, like a little, just a little tuck away there off the, off the edge of you know, one of the uh, walkway paths there. And you can just sit down. There's a little spot, a little bench area. It's kind of like a um pseudo gazebo i'm going to say uh, it's just this little arch opening and sit down area that sits right there on the lake and it just faces the lake it kind of faces towards um trinidad uh, but you're just looking there and it's just a great place to just sit down and enjoy a meal or a coffee or a beer or and just either you whether you're watching the sun come up or go down i think it'd just be uh it's a really nice little spot um, yeah, a little tranquil. It, this uh, this spot made, I believe, your list for one of your top low key relaxation spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did, and uh, it's it's that uh, along with these, um, I kind of encompass though that with the uh, with the aforementioned uh, hammocks are, uh, that are around these beaches, mm-hmm. where you know, like I said previously, you know, I, I took a couple beers and grabbed my headphones and just listened to some music and relaxed in the in those hammocks and for about uh, an hour or so it's just man you want to talk about some relaxation and let's not beat around the bush here like there's plenty of shade options on that island too oh yeah there's nothing but trees oh yeah and and to to put this all into perspective like with what you've said that uh that whole area that island is an acre and that sits in the middle of a 45 acre lake that's just the centerpiece of the resort and then the promenade that that bridge is part of is 1.1 miles. So yeah. if you mm. if you encompass all that in a perspective, that's just the the lay of the land for how big this resort is. Yeah. So if you're a runner or a walker, there's plenty of uh, trails and you know sidewalks for you to enjoy here. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're it's they're dedicated. Area. Yeah, they're dedicated jogging trails just over a mile long uh, as it's mapped around the resort. So if you want to use Disney's measurements, uh, you can you can track your your running there uh, like that. Um, but yeah, they've got some. Uh, normally, uh, in the past, we'll see if they bring it, ever bring it back um, in this post COVID uh, era that we live in now. Uh, but they they used to uh, rent bikes for there mm-hmm. uh, at the island. Uh, you could also that uh, at the marina that sits right outside Old Port Royal. Uh, you're used to be able to to rent you know, different watercraft, uh, like the pontoon boats that we've rented before, um, over, uh, just like the ones that we rented over at, uh, yacht and beach club, um, used to be able to take them out here mm-hmm. on barefoot Bay. Uh, but they're not doing those right now. We'll see if they bring those back, but if they do grab it, jump at the chance because it's, it, man, those riding those boats is a good time. Yeah. You can, uh, uh they, you are, still they are still do, doing uh, the bass fishing. Yep. Yep, the yep. bass fishing excursion with the with the guide and everything. 
They are still doing yeah. those at awesome. a Caribbean beach. That's something awesome. we got to do. We have not done and, that yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think Down. we need to need to do that for sure. Um, I, we, and I didn't mention, uh, I've mentioned in other episodes, but we didn't mention it on this one. Uh, the, when we go back, I want to go back to dining options real quick. I (laughs) did not mention the fact that those were the dining options at Caribbean beach specifically, Mm -hmm. but, uh, as, as we already said, this episode, you are steps away, minutes away from Riviera and which has some great dining options as well. So if you are staying at Caribbean Beach, which is another perk of staying here at this moderate resort, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, let's face it, is just going to be less money than a deluxe resort like the Riviera, you are minutes away from eating dinner at a deluxe resort. Yep. So uh, you can definitely do that if you have had all the jerk chicken that you, your body could possibly want and you <laughs> just have to have something different. Uh, you don't want uh, Centertown Market or Sebastian's Bistro for the third night in a row. Uh, walk on over to uh, the Riviera. Go, uh, go check out there. Bar Riva. <laughs> We're going to say it every time. is a great option. Get the wings. Get the wings. <laughs> Get the wings. They're so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. They have their their entire offering at at uh riviera is great and then let's not forget the the joffrey's uh yep. station yeah now, what is so unique about this joffrey station uh, you can actually mobile order from the the joffrey's website and justin whenever you and i took the kids last year to blizzard beach and we stayed at caribbean beach we actually took advantage of that perk and we had ours Wasn't mobile ordered before it even opened it was yeah. awesome wasn't it they awesome? opened at seven and I had my coffee in my hand. And Jordan himself has stayed literally across the street from there in yeah. uh, previous and days. Let me tell you, Jamaica. I, if you get the chance to yeah, if you get the chance to request your room with Disney, <laughs> request that Jamaica section, specifically like the buildings that face to the outside of that, because if you can I'm telling you, man, it changed the way that we woke up in the morning. I would just literally walk across the street to that coffee station and just buy some coffee right there instead of walking all the way uh, to, to Center Town. Uh, Old Port Royale. Yeah, I did not want to go do that. So no, it, you're yeah, talking about a difference of probably 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. So let's go right into that. Yep. So transportation, this, the biggest piece of, in all the transportation here, um, of course, you're going to have buses here, uh, but it is a Skyliner. Um, the Skyliner station, the main Skyliner hub, uh, is at uh, is here at Caribbean Beach Resort, and it sits again right behind um, right behind the Joffrey Station that's in the Jamaica uh, area, the Jamaican Village. Um, and so, again, if you stay in the Jamaica area, you you are steps away from quite literally minutes steps. away from uh, the Skylander Station, uh, which gets you direct access to Epcot or uh, Hollywood Studios, and then. If again, if you're staying like Ryan did in his experience, if you're staying over in Aruba, then you're right next to the station that's there at Riviera. So yep. then you don't even have to walk over or ride over. You're just an, at your stop closer to yep. to getting off at Epcot. So yep. uh, you can easily uh, get on and off there. It makes travel around Disney World so much better. Uh, you can not only are you getting to the parks, uh, but you can. It enables you to get around 
uh, to these different resorts, like we've mentioned previously. It allows you to get to uh, the boardwalk area uh, that sits outside of Epcot. And so there are many, 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 uh, many things that this enables you to do and allows you to enjoy your trip so much more when you yeah. utilize it. So, yeah. Anytime we can talk about the Skyliner, just know it is, it's literally one of them things like you could make a meme out of it and say, I had to get an airline ticket to see the size of this dub, boss man. Like this is, <laughs> this is that meme right here. The, the Skyliner is such a dub. And if you are staying at a resort on the Skyliner, you have access to so much of the Disney property. It's not even funny. And yep. it's so worth it to take the time and experience that. And, go visit some of these places. You don't have to be staying there yeah. to visit. You know, that's the beauty of it. Just hop on the Skyliner and walk in and visit some of these places and yeah. Hey, schedule, you know, reservations for dinner or breakfast or a lunch. They do character uh, breakfasts at some of these places, especially across the, by Epcot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's a great point. If you're staying somewhere, even like at the Swan or Dolphin, right? You can easily walk over to the Epcot Skyliner station. And mm -hmm. if you wanted to schedule a dinner reservation at Sebastian's Bistro and go enjoy the food that we're talking about, you just hop on the Skyliner and get off at Caribbean Beach and walk over to to uh, have dinner. So yeah, And enjoy the scenery in the meantime. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So... Uh, there's a lot of things that this thing does. Uh, it allows you to do, like I said, and just it's. I we can't we can't talk about it highly enough of of what it um, what it has in store. So such a game changer. Such it a is. game changer. So uh, all that said, you know, Caribbean Beach is uh, sits high on my list as far as resorts go at Walt Disney world. And Same. I'll be honest, when we first started going to Disney, um, you know, as adults, you know, some five, six years ago now, um, you know, it wasn't necessarily high on my list. Right, to begin yeah. with. And it was just kind of that sleeper that was just there. And I think once the Skyliner was built and then we were able to stay there, with the Skyliner and Riviera mm -hmm. present, all of it together made it worthwhile. And especially when you consider the pool area, especially when you consider Sebastian's right. Bistro and those things, like it's, it has a resort, it's a resort that offers a ton, so a ton much. of, it's a ton of, it's value. It's a perfect mix of value and amenity. Yeah. And I think when it's a when you can find the balance like that, it's it's so worth it. And yeah, the rooms aren't aren't the biggest on property, but they're not the smallest and they're nope. not the newest, but they're not the oldest either. And I think that it just again, it has a lot to offer. So in my opinion, um, if you are thinking about making a, you know, your next stay be at Caribbean Beach Resort, then I think you've picked a winner. And yeah, I think yep. that you can you can have a variety of agendas uh, when you stay at a resort like Caribbean Beach. So uh, it will be one that I recommend to people from here on out. So I agree. Uh, I've my first stay here is whenever the Skyliner was being built and Riviera was being built at the same time. So it was absolute hell at that point because of all the construction, yeah. but. After all of that was said and done and the dust settled and they were done with all that, this 
resort really has a lot going for it. And yeah. when you stay there, you will be able to experience exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Just the ability to be within proximity to this so much. And it really don't take a whole lot of time to do any of them either. That's what's yeah. so beautiful about this resort. And I think this is a sleeper resort. If a lot of people haven't really thought about it, uh, it's worth your time. It's it's definitely worth something to consider if you're looking to go into the moderate range. Because uh, let's face it, you know you're you're at the the hub of the Skyliner, and you have so much available to you there. Uh, that alone should really open up your eyes and give this resort a shot. Yeah, to your point, Justin, had that had the Skyliner and Riviera not been there. Or and still not be there. I don't know if I feel the same about right. this resort as I do now. But, um, but yeah, that's Ryan. You 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 stay there the most recent out of all of us. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, pretty much echoing what you guys said. I can't say enough good things about it. There's there's such a diverse amount of things to do, and with the resort being so widespread people aren't piled on top of each other like you know there's there's people Very that true. want to go up front to the main pool to experience the yep. water slides and you know banana cabana but then there's some people that prefer the private area pools and they kind of just linger towards the smaller kind of more intimate area pools right. and there's a couple of like uh, jacuzzis and stuff as well so it really allows people to spread out and have a much more quieter setting a lot like how once again comparing it to port orleans that it just has a little bit more of a laid back vibe. It has a real resort feel to it. So uh, yeah. other than that, I'm yeah. echoing whatever you guys have said, cause it, it, you can't say enough about it. It's just another yeah. resort that's been put on another tier because of the Skyliner. We've mentioned it about pop century and art of animation already that the Skyliner yeah. just excelled them into the clouds bef- over what they were before. And I think, you know, with them chasing after the Caribbean theme, they really nailed it. And yeah. the vibe is there. Like what they were chasing, mm-hmm. they did it. So if that's the vibe you're chasing, 100%, this resort would give you that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with uh, that being said, we'll, uh, we'll close out this, uh, this resort. Um, and, but, and we'll continue our uh, resort series another time with uh, the next one on the list for the moderate category. So uh, stay tuned for, stay tuned for that down the road. Um, before we go out today, guys, I just want to remind you to go check out some of our partners, um, including 1901 Candle Company. Um, they make Disney-inspired and pop culture-inspired candles. Um, some of their scents have some pretty classic names uh, from some of your favorite uh, properties. So go check them out. Uh, the link is in the description uh, for this episode. Um, they're going to offer our listeners 15% off. Uh, that's with uh, coupon code off the rails 15. Again, that coupon code is off the rails 15. It's in the episode description for your reference. And there's a direct link to their site to use it. So yeah. go, just, go get you some stuff to, for the holidays for make, they make great gifts um, and you can yeah. save some money while you're at it. So yeah. That's well, I finally nice. got my uh, follow main street candle. Like Jordan's been burning and it is legit. It is <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, and speaking um, of the holidays, um, I'm sipping on the seasonal roast right now from our friends at Electric City Roasting Company. And I Man, got is it good? the whole Man. bean, and I did a fine grind on it in my coffee grinder, and I had an espresso. 
and I'm actually drinking oh. it out of my Electric City uh-uh. Roasting Company mug. So, um, cheers, sir. Yet yeah, th- these guys have been with us since the very beginning of this whole thing starting. They are a small batch coffee company based out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, they're a proud female-owned company. They are accredited by the Specialty Coffee Association, and they just they knock it out of the park with these flavors. Uh, this, like I said, they're the legit. seasonal roast, um, all of their uh, you know original roasts, you know the boom roasted and the velvet. Uh, they got a decaf yes. option. You have all kinds of grind options. You can buy in bulk. Um, I would suggest that if you buy in bulk or if you buy from them in general to use our affiliate link in our episode descriptions. And when you get to the uh, checkout process, use the code OTM coffee 20, and that will save you 20% off your first order. So buy as much as you can and save as much money as you can, because this coffee is damn good. Yeah. yeah. I, and what I like too, is their flavors of the coffee aren't overpowering and they don't taste like, you know, how a lot of these coffees would be like kind of fake tasting. There's yep. just good solid flavoring to these uh yep. roasts and you can appreciate the coffee flavor oh absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so yeah go check them and all of our other affiliates down in the episode description uh, we've got you covered when it comes to uh, travel necessities um, so we're working some really cool companies that have got you covered from head to toe and you know even with the including your nostrils so <laughs> go check everybody out um and show some show some love to some uh, some businesses there. And while you are showing some love to them, why not show some love to us by uh, supporting the show by buying us a coffee? Uh, support link is in the episode description, and you can also find it on our website offthemonorails.com. If you are led to uh, buy us a coffee, you know we greatly appreciate that. It's not a re- requirement by any means, but it helps support the show directly and helps pay the bills. So. Uh, if you feel led to, we would greatly appreciate that. And if you are one of those kinds of folks that want to help the show but also get something in return, please visit our shop on our website, offthemonorails.com, once again. And uh, check out our offerings. We have uh, some brand-new Christmas uh, offerings that we've thrown up there with our ugly sweater uh, collection. Uh, we got mugs up there, T-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, you name it, for adults, yeah. kids. So there's something there for everybody. You know, the Christmas season is coming up on us quickly. So be sure to grab some uh, some merchandise to throw around to some family for some gifts. And uh, the more you buy, the better, because once you reach that $99 threshold, you get some free shipping, y'all. So, yeah, uh, take advantage of money, that. folks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just money. And, you know, I'm actually very excited because we have a shirt that celebrates the Christmas tree uh trails and the, the stroll I'm excited about that shirt man. around uh Disney Springs that they just they just confirmed and released that they will be having the trees back again this year uh spread that. out in the uh scavenger style and they've got uh, I believe six or eight new trees added this year a total of 22 Ayo? across wow. the property okay so uh you we can probably that. wear the uh just keep strolling uh shirt design you've got a sweatshirt option and a long sleeve option uh long sleeve tee option to go stroll along disney springs for the christmas mm-hmm. trees uh and enjoy some of this nightly snowfall which we like to uh call snope yes sir uh, again which again you can uh, go check out and grab your snope season uh and put it on display and if you're counting the down the days to christmas like us then uh, go grab your baseball tee with a uh 
Nightmare Before Christmas inspired design. So all that can be found again at offthemonorails.com. Click on shop, click on holiday, and you will be good to go. All right, gentlemen. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Again, appreciate your time. Uh, the weather allowed us to uh, get this one in. So thank you, Mother <laughs> Nature. Thank you, Nicole, for staying away a little bit longer. And uh, hopefully uh, everything's good. And uh, as we're uh, as everyone gets to listen to this episode, yeah. uh, we're free and clear of a storm and into a nice, beautiful weekend in Florida at Disney. So. And don't forget, next uh, episode, we're bringing you a recap from Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So stay tuned. Yep. And make sure you're following us on the socials uh, at Off the Monorails, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all those. Go follow us. Go subscribe. Go like. Do all those things. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us those stars. Spotify, leave us those stars. Um, Google Podcasts, same thing. Uh, share us. Uh, follow our uh, follow our show. Um, Refers to a friend. Yeah. Uh, we are here to help. We're here to have fun. Uh, we love having fun with all you guys. Uh, we love new listeners. So feel free to share us uh, with your friends. Uh, feel free to uh, leave us a rating so we uh, know what you like and don't like. And with that being said, we will catch you next week for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Recap. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Off the Monorails.